0: Welcome to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you are ready to find your inner magic, develop great habits, and a rock-steady mindset to feel confident, comfortable, and fit in your body, you are in the right place. I am Kim Barnes-Jefferson, and I'll be giving you weekly doses of health, fitness, and life tips sprinkled with humor and real talk. If you're ready to be consistent without the stress of perfection, Magic Makers, it's time to slip into your favorite pair of PJs, grab some coffee, kick back, and listen to today's show. Hey, Magic Makers, a great iTunes review of the week. I want to thank Ms. Robin for leaving this awesome review. She says, great information, humorous host. If you're over 40, you need this information. Listening here can save you time and frustration with regards to your health. Kim is a great host with valuable information and humor infused. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you so much, Robin Nutritionist. Yeah, that is my hope and goal of the show is that I'm able to give great information to you either via a solo episode or by the the multitude of amazing guests that I've been able to have on the show. I want women over 40 to be like, you know what? Sometimes life, you just need to take a step back and laugh. Laugh at yourself. Laugh at just what life throws our way from time to time. Because if we can't laugh at ourselves, who can we laugh at? So thank you so much, Robin, for that amazing review. And if you're listening here, do me a favor, reviews are what fuels my ratings with iTunes. It also helps me to better understand the information that I'm bringing to you. So I would love and appreciate if you gave a review and I will read it here on the show. And if you don't know how to do it, do me a favor, reach out to me. I am here to help you facilitate that. All right. Enjoy the rest of your day and enjoy the show. All right, magic makers. I am so pumped. You know, here we are at the beginning of 2024. And I don't know about you, every time a new year comes around, I feel the energy. You know, everyone's like, this is my year and it's going to be fabulous and full of glitter and puppies and rainbows. And maybe the Patriots will get their shit together next year. Who knows? So I want to talk about, it was something that kind of popped up Um in a few conversations, and it was about the word commitment, the word being committed. And exactly what does that mean? You know, what does it mean to be committed? And I broke it out into an acronym that I hope that many of you will move this word, these pieces of the word into your 2024. So let me just give you the breakdown. There's two types of women who come to me. Um, The first person Let's call her Debbie Dieter. Debbie Dieter has dieted her whole life. You know, she is obsessed with getting it right. You know, it has to be, you know, her macros have to be measured to the nth degree, um, must follow the rules. You know, is this good? Is this bad? And it's a very like a regimented, rigid lifestyle. And it's something that she's been following for a really long time. And she doesn't know any other way around it. And then we have the Mojo Mary right? Mojo Mary, she's sick of the rules. She just wants to get her mojo back without having to interrogate the chef when she goes out to dinner, without having to worry about, you know, kale versus cauliflower, not having to worry about should it be plant-based versus non-plant-based versus seed oil. That's just, she's like, I've spent too many years trying to decipher and determine what is the best thing for me. I just know that I want to go on vacation and not have to diet before I go on vacation. I want to go out on a date night with my sweetie and not have it be this big ordeal where I have to review the menu before I walk out the door. So those are the two types of people that enter into my orbit, right? And so when we talk about commit committed, you know, I'm breaking down this, this word, into like individual pieces of it so when people come to me like yeah Kim, i'm totally committed like tell me what to do and i'll do it i'm not your coach i'm not the coach who tells you what to do that's not how who i am um i started that way and if you worked with me 15 years ago i would have gladly handed you a good food bad food list i would have gladly handed you a meal plan but i don't do that no more are you a fabulous woman over 40 who is so damn tired of chasing diets that are no longer working for you? Do you feel it's time to make a change and really understand what it feels like to have joy when you eat without always worrying about following some rule book? If you're ready to say goodbye to diets that leave you feeling frustrated and exhausted, ladies, I don't know who needs to hear this, but here is where we start to shift our mindset to ro- truly focus in on what truly matters for our health and finally learn to navigate the challenges of being over 40 with grace and confidence. I've got the perfect gift for you. It's called 40 tips for women over 40. And it will give you 40 tips that will inspire you on your journey. These tips will not only help you stay on top of your game, but show you that it's possible to do it in a way that is sustainable and realistic while going on with your life. In 40 tips in 40 Tips for Over 40, you will find practical advice for boosting your physical and mental well-being, strategies to improve your confidence and self-esteem when it comes to diet and exercise, nutritional strategies that are not a good food, bad food list, and then insights on how you can do this in and adding change without it feeling hard or uncomfortable, And there's just so much more. So if you are ready for this, it's just a click away. Don't miss on this opportunity to flourish during this part of your life. So do me a favor, grab your free copy of 40 Tips to Over 40 right now. I don't do that anymore because as I've gained wisdom in my over 15 years of doing this, I have found that meal plans keep you stuck. Meal plans don't allow you to really think to yourself, what do I freaking like? And, you know, one of the big kind of like coconuts to the head, if you will, when I first started, um, stopped doing meal plans is that, uh, I told a woman, I was like, okay, one, I'm like, make sure you're adding a little bit more fruit into your nutrition. And it's like, sure. Cool. She's like, you know, give me some ideas. I'm like, okay. Um, like, I don't know, kiwi and a grapefruit. Right. And I was just literally, I just pulled it out of my head she goes to the grocery store and freaking out, like blowing up my phone because she couldn't find a kiwi or a grapefruit. And I was like, that was an example, you know? And so now I really, if I say something like that, I say, this is an example, please do not go out and chase around trying to find a kiwi or a grapefruit, right? It was just an example. So that was a kind of like a big aha for me. And at the time um, I was personally working with a coach And, you know, we were talking about, you know, the best ways to kind of bring out the best in your clients. And she said, you know, Kim, if you think about how you and I work together, she's like, I teach you how to fish, right? I, I, you know, we go in the boat together. I tell you, you know, what's the best bait. And then you kind of put your pole in the water and you pull out your fish. And so as a, as a coach, that's how I work with you. Like, I have a lot of knowledge in my head and i could verbal vomit on you and blow your mind away or i can be like where are you and how can i best serve where you are right now and wait for you to catch up with your actions right your actions tell me that you're ready for the next drop of nugget the the next nugget of knowledge and so forth so every time that you you know make a step through a pace, we add more knowledge, we add more knowledge, we add more knowledge so that you've you've got practice, you've got experience, and you've started to ingrain some of the new nuances there into what you're doing. Because sure, I could write you a dissertation about how to lose weight over 40. But if you're not ready to take the action, you're not committed to take the action it's just a lot of piece of paper. And for many of my women over 40, you're like, damn, I'm overwhelmed already. (laughs) And so that's the one thing I learned is that I can't give you everything at once. And nor should you want everything at once, because the best way I like to describe it is think about like when we all went to kindergarten, right? No one, no five-year-old or 6 year old, whatever you are, when you go to kindergarten, no one's like, I am above coloring and using paste with my fingers. I don't know if they still use paste with the fingers, but when I was a kid, we used paste with our fingers. Um, I'm above this. So can you pass me that biology uh, textbook and everyone else here, you can do the coloring stuff? No. And so, so many of us kind of, because we've been dieting for 5 million years, we don't want to take a step back. We don't want to make sure, yeah, do I know the basics? And this summer I did a lot of like regrouping and retooling and damn, my basics were a little rusty. And so I want you to start to like, as we go into this podcast, I want you to start to think to yourself, like, am I open here? Right. Am I willing to see things in a different light, you know, um, I love seeing those videos of like little kids who uh, they have had bad vision, right? And so, I mean, I'm talking like little, little ones, like, you know, newborns to like one year old when you don't really know, they can't see stuff. (laughs) And then they put glasses on and they're like, oh my God, this is what I've been missing? whoa, that's what how the wonder that I want you to put on your hat for and, and say, can I have that wonder again versus, yeah, I know that, ah, but I'm going to do it this way, right? Put on that wonder hat because that's where the good stuff lives. So if I break down committed, it starts with C, courage. And I love this word. Courage is a big word for me. And it is having the courage to do something different. I have been in the diet game since 2001, and let me tell you, I have shifted my nutrition probably three times since 2001. I ate the same way literally from 2001 until 2013-14, when menopause started to like beat me about the head and neck. And then I had to make a shift. I had to go plant-based because I had severe estrogen dominance. And that was like a big shift for me. And it was huge, huge shift. Um, I'm no longer plant-based, just so you know. Um, but it was a year of like figuring shit out. And, you know, I'm someone who wants to nail it on the first try. And it took me a while to get my feet underneath me doing that. Um and that was a shift. So I did that for a year and then slowly started to. Start adding in more animal based things. And then, like, the third shift was like really ramping up my protein. I was always very protein, pro protein, since I did a lot of uh, fitness and figure competition, but really go, the leap from like 30 to 50 grams was really eye opening. How challenging it is for someone who's already pretty heavy protein diet based to adding that, that extra 20 grams in my meals? That was just like, oh my God, this is like, you know, climbing uphill in like Louis Vuittons. So it was asking myself, like, am I willing to step up and accept the setbacks? Am I willing to step up and know that they're going to be pitfalls? Am I willing to step up and know that I ain't going to nail it every single time I take a hit at this? And so ask yourself if that is your case versus thinking that, ah, oh, this is a sign. I need to go back to what I'm doing or do I love the comfort of like, I know what I'm going to get even if I'm not getting the results that I want. And, you know, I, I had a client and she was, uh, when I was doing a lot of fitness and figure uh, coaching and she, like no matter how many conversations we had, logically she knew she wasn't eating enough food And, you know, it was kind of like, okay, can meet her where she is. And I was like, throw, throw me a bone. Like, where can we start to add just a touch more food into your nutrition? And, you know, she finally agreed to add a protein shake after her workout. And I'm like, great. And, but she's like, but my workouts need to be harder. And it was just really kind of working with her to kind of have her have the courage that the emphasis on her workout was only going to get her butt so far and really having her understand that and have the courage that it is the food, right? The food is your fuel, you know, um, a car analogy. If I don't put gas in my car, I don't care if I have the best car on the planet. I could be driving a Rolls Royce if I don't even know if that's the best car on the planet, but anyway, so if I'm driving, it's expensive car. So if I'm driving a Rolls Royce and I don't put gas in it, guess what? It ain't going to go. If I put shit gas in it, some pieces of that car is going to fall apart. And for many of you who might be falling into the that mindset, I want you to start to ask yourself, like, am I hungry? How am I energy? How am I craving? Because if those three things are like, oh girl, how do you know you're not eating enough and you're relying too heavy on your exercise to save you from your nutrition? And, you know, it's kind of like you take one step forward, but two, two steps back or 20 steps back because you're not putting in the gas into your Rolls Royce. So that leads me into being open, right? So If you know, like, you know, if you raised your hand and said, hey, Kim, I want to work with you, or hey, any coach out there, you want to work with you, you know, something's off, right? In your hearts of hearts, you know, something is off. But are you open to do different? Debbie Dieter is like, I want the rules, Kim, give me the rules, and might not be open to me, Be like, well, you make the rules, right? There's no rules. You decide what the rules are. I can give you some like guidelines, but I'm not going to be like... This, you know, this is the rules. We're not putting together a, a cabinet from Ikea here. We're we're building your life. We're building your habits. And, you know, if you listen to this podcast, you know how big I am on creating habits. So are you open to new possibilities? Are you open to exploring different? Because if you're not open to exploring different, it's going to be real challenging, girlfriend. It is going to be really challenging, Because you're going to keep looking in the mirror and be like, why isn't this changing? Why is nothing happening? Why are my pants still digging into my belly button? Why do I always, you know, sleep like crap? Why am I always chasing this new diet if I don't take a step back and ask myself, am I open to trying something new that's not going harder with another diet? Which leads into making changes. And so here's where we have to ask ourselves, are we committed to overcoming past challenges, past obstacles? And I always ask my clients this because let's be honest, the same, if you've been doing this a long time and if you are over 40, you've been on at least 10 diets or more and the same challenges come up, right? You know, um, Wanda, the workaholic, right? So there's always going to be work that comes in 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 the way, you know, uh, kids' schedules. You know, be it taking them to dance practice or some other sports practice or play dates or you know school plays or what have you. You know, kids' schedules are going to kind of bat you around. Um, maybe you're dealing with aging parents. Um, maybe you're dealing with your own health issues. But there's always going to be something going on. And so here's where you kind of ask yourself. What are the things that always throw me off my game? And are there are there ways for me to um, plan for that, right? Can I plan for that? Um, am I willing to work with someone and take the accountability, right? Make myself vulnerable that there's going to be feedback and know that this is what I need. You know that many of the women who come to me, you know, you've been dying for a long time. You know a lot of shit. However... Maybe you're not applying it. Or maybe you can't see the trees for the forest. And I know I'm guilty of that. You know, like I know a lot of stuff, but there's a reason why doctors don't write their own prescriptions. And if they are writing their own prescriptions, I think that's a felony, but I could be wrong. Holla at your girl if you know the answer to that. But, you know, you don't see a doctor or a dentist. um, Filling their own cavities. They get help, they get support, but someone have to fill their cavities. Or a heart surgeon been like, Yeah, I'm gonna give myself a bypass today. You know, ask for help, ask for support, and don't shrink away when they're asking you to do something different. They're asking you to get a little uncomfortable because I want you to think about this. Um, so have you ever been like on uh a riverbed, like on a riverbed, and so you know, I'm at I'm, I'm at the end of the end of the land. I look across the river, and there's another. And then across, is there other land, or you're at on the lake, and you can look across to the other side of the lake? That lake, that river, however you want to describe it, that is the change. That is the chasm you have to cross to get what you want. And are you willing to cross that river, that chasm to get the other side? Now, you might start out and that swim feels really good. And then maybe the current starts to get a little wonky. Maybe you start to get a little tired. Maybe you get a little frustrated because you have to rest. Um, but you still got to get to the other side. Or are you that person who's just going to be like, screw it, it's not worth it? I'll just go back to what I was doing and I'll swim back to the other side. So you have to ask yourself, If I'm willing to make these changes and knowing that some of the changes, you might not be good at them. They might take longer than you want. And you might just be pissed off and frustrated a couple of times, but ask yourself, what do I want? And if what you want is more than putting up with all the bullshit, then you put up with the bullshit that it's going to take you to get there. And I'm not saying you got to go hard, right? That's one of the big things that over 40 women do is like, I must go hard. It must be hard. It must do this. It must do that. No, it must be easy for you because if it's easy for you, I'm going to keep freaking doing it. And if it's not easy for me, I will always let work, kids schedules, anything else throw me off my game. Okay. And finally here, before I move on to the next one is it's like understand what consistency means for you, right? Because when I'm following someone else's uh, rules, they'll say, all right, you must work out X number of times a week. You must eat X number of carbs, fats, blah, 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 blah. And then you're like, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. And you just get exhausted because you're just like trying to retain all that stuff in your head versus all of your life crap. And so just kind of like step back and be like, okay, What does consistency mean for me at step one? Because at step 20, consistency might mean a different thing because you've mastered a few things along the path. Um, And then celebrate, celebrate the small things. You know, I have a client who is a sugar junkie. She self-proclaimed sugar junkie. And I got an email last week and she's like, oh my God, Kim, I remember you were like, how can I preemptively like cut off these like sugar uh, cookie binges." And she said, and I asked her, you know, could she have like one to two cookies? All right, have one to two cookies and just sit down and see how she feels. And, you know, a couple of trials and errors, you know, she didn't nail it the first try and nor did I expect her to. And she's like, after a couple of weeks, she's like, oh my God, Kim, I sat down, I had two cookies and that's all I had. I didn't go head first into the cookie jar. Two snaps up and a tic tac for that right? It's like, it's small. And, you know, I was like, go out, you know, turn up some music and just do your own little like cabbage patch if you need there. I'm um, totally dating myself on that one. Um, so be- with that, here's where mindset is so blipping, 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 huge. Mindset, mindset, mindset. And so many people say to me, oh yeah, Kim, it's my mindset. And I'm like, do you know what you're talking about? Right? Or is it just one of those like patented, pat answers that you give. Um, So I'm going to give you a quick aside. So this is probably like mm, five years ago. And I was starting to really be like, all right, how am I going to shape this business? I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I'm a personal trainer. So I started working with a coach and she said, okay, Kim, define success for me. She goes, not the word, but like, you know, in a year from now, how would you define yourself as successful? And I gave her every pat answer under the sun. I said, oh, you know, I would have more clients. I would be making more money, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, okay, that's great. However what does it truly mean for you? She's like, I want you to like, really? She goes, does anything you just said, does that light you up? Like on the days that you don't want to go to work, on the days that you don't want to pick up that phone and make that awkward call, is that what's going to light you up? And I was like, no, not really. And so she was like, okay, so what? what is success? Like what's going to light you up to, to like, show up in your business every single day. And that's mindset, right? Mindset is what is going to help you show up every single day for your body, show up every single day for your health. And that requires you to break up with rules that requires you to break up with dieting. And I'll, I'll touch this, uh, in the show notes, but there's what I call, I have a, um, I did a podcast. Uh, I think it was last year or maybe the year before. Anyway, it's still relevant. Um, and it's a four four hours of mindset, and they it all kind of breaks through like what where we are in our mindset. And you know, it's like some of us have that rigid mindset where we're like, it is black and white. You know, I'm either eating kale or I'm eating cl- cauliflower because it's good or bad. I'm either being plant-based or not plant-based because it's healthy. I'm not eating beef or I am eating beef because I hold, hold it'll increase my cholesterol. So it's like, we are so like, this is what I n- believe. This is what I'm embodying. And it's hard for me to shift that, um, that thought process. Um, the second is resistance, right? So like, maybe you're like, uh, oh, well, maybe beef isn't the reason why I have high cholesterol? Maybe it's something else. Maybe my doctor is just going on studies from the 80s and doesn't really have all the full information. Um, Maybe there is a different path, right? So it's like, but at the same time, you're like, I've held on to this belief for so long, it's kind of hard for me to start to, you know, look for other evidence against it. Their third mindset is that you get roadblocks, right? Every time a roadblock comes up, that's like, boom, it's my sign. You know, I as soon as I'm unable to do all the steps in perfect alignment, then poof, it's a sign. And then finally you get to the point where you're just like, you know, um, you're mojo Mary who's like, damn it, I'm done. Like, I just can't anymore. And, you know, I want you to really like, As you listen to that, and and uh, if you listen to the podcast, I take a deeper dive into this. This I just gave you kind of a forty thousand foot level view. Ask yourself, where am I, right? You know, and I, you know, I usually ask my clients. You know, I kind of give the same overview for people that I start with, and I kind of ask them where they are. And it's really surprising where where you might think you are, and when we start working together, what kind of tendencies pop up. And as I was reflecting on kind of some of my own journeys and some of the things I've been working on is that I sometimes can be resistant, right? I technically know that there might be a different path, but the path might be like, oh, damn, I got a pun on my boots. There's gonna be some mud. There's gonna be some snow. It's gonna be cold. Do I wanna buckle up to do that? How bad do I want it, right? So it goes back to, am I committed? right? Am I committed? Do I have the courage? Am I open to making these changes, right? So that's where, you know, the mindset comes in as that for every kind of like ask that you're being asked, like that every ask is being made of you, you know, can you step up to it? Can you be like, okay, yeah, I can do it versus damn, this is hard. And you might be like, oh, damn, it's hard. But you're like, all right, I'm going to pull up my big girl panties and I'm going to uh, uh, trudge uh, trudge forward and be willing to explore, be, you know, and ex- ex- an examine what is for me, what isn't for me so that I can finally be consistent and it might, it might be scaling back. You know, maybe you might be doing too much right now um, and maybe it's not dieting. <sighs> I know I said a dirty word. Maybe it's like taking a freaking break and not freaking dieting. So then we come to I, which is intentions. And this word for a long time triggered me, because like, we always use in the, what's your intention? And just always picture this like long flowy robes and like, you know, holding your hands up, like um, in the, like uh, with your fingertips touching each other and like clouds and so forth. It was just too like woo woo for me, but the more I've kind of like dug into the word because it really bought it really like got up my ass I started thinking to I started really diving into the word and it really means what direction are you going you know it, it's your gps and you know how I always use gps because it's a fabulous example you know it's like I, I'm gonna punch that shit into my gps where the hell am I going and when you set an attention, this is like your guidance, like, you know, it's like your compass, you know? So it's, it's not that I'm like, you know, Lewis and Clark over here, but it's like, okay, here's where I can measure every action I'm doing against it. It's like, either it's guiding me towards the goal or it's not. And, you know, for the most part, fitness isn't black and white, but when it comes to like, if I take this action, is it moving me towards my goal? Yay or nay? And, you know, I use this a lot um, with setting priorities, you know, it's like um, going to the gym, you know, so it's like, I know personally that I need to sit down every single week and map that out. Nine times out of 10, my schedule doesn't change. But We all have those weeks, right? We have those weeks where, you know, maybe busy deadlines, you know, busy kid stuff, or, you know, you're about to go on vacation or whatever, like, and we have those times and it's like sitting down, I'm like, okay, I typically work on, on Wednesday, but you know, something's coming up on Wednesday. So then, or, you know, going out late Tuesday night, I don't want to get up early in the morning on Wednesday. So I'm going to push it to Thursday or, you know, vice versa. Like I typically work out on Tuesday, but I'm going out on Tuesday night. I don't want to be exhausted. So I'm going to push it off. So it's like sitting down and mapping out your week because For a lot of years, you know, clients would say to me, Oh, the week got away from me. And it's like, did the week get away from you, or did we not pre-plan our week? And now I'm not asking you to be like this like anal retentive person. That's not at all what I'm asking you. What I'm saying is that I'm a recovering winger, so let's just get there. I like I fly by the seat of my pants for a lot of my life. And it's taken me multiple times of failing at my goals to realize that I have to plan some shit. And sometimes that's a hard lesson that I have to teach a lot of clients. You know, um, I have a client who is right now trying to do a more plant-based living, but she's not a planner. And I was like, you know, girl, I get it. I'm like, as much as you want to do this, you have to be a planner. And it sucks because if we think if in a non-plant-based world, it's so much easier to be able to go out there and grab stuff, right? She doesn't like protein powders. She doesn't like protein shakes. So like her options are very limited to what she can eat. So that requires her to be a planner. And that's, you know, if you're not a planner, that's like a freaking like cinder block falling on your head, but she's also someone who wants to nail it. And it's like really kind of saying, you know what your intentions are, right? You want to live this plant-based life. You want to on someone who goes to the gym regularly. You want someone who is not exhausted all the time. You know, one of my clients is a night owl and she's just like, I'm just exhausted all the time. I know that when I work out in the morning, it just, it just makes my day much better. But, you know, it's 2 a.m. and I'm still like Netflixing and chilling. So it's like asking yourself, all these behaviors match to your attention. And that's where I can set my priorities. That's where I can say, okay, you know, you're absolutely right. If I do want to be plant-based, and I'm always struggling with trying to add that into my nutrition and not like starving and eating crap because I didn't eat well, then I got to plan, right? Then I got to prioritize the planning. Um, If I want to wake up in the morning and uh work work out, I can't be staying up to two o'clock in the morning. So you know, it's setting the intention of like, okay, so. Set it like set an alarm on my phone at one forty five. Drag my booty to bed, you know. Then you know a couple of weeks later, make it one thirty. A couple of weeks later, make it one fifteen. So that I'm slowly, you know, stepping myself back to, I don't know. Maybe I'm stepping my back self back to eleven o'clock, right? You know, and I, and being a night owl is just like who you are, and that's okay. Um, but just deciding, you know, if you choose that you want to work out in the morning, how am I going to remedy the, the situation by? uh, set because I set the intention that I want to be someone who works out in the morning. I set the intention. I want to be someone who's more plant-based. I set the intention that I'm someone who wants to work out. Right. So that means I am sitting down either on a Sunday night or sitting down like the night before and being like, okay, it's Monday. Um, am I working out tomorrow? You know, and so on and so forth. So it's like either me doing it by the week or me doing it every 24 hours, however, you know, works the best for you. But those, me setting that intention allows me to focus, right? Allows me to set what the priorities are. What are the actions that I'm taking that is going to allow me to get to said um, intention, but also allows me to course correct. And when I say course correct, um, so there's a, I think, it's, I, I think it's, I think the word I'm looking for is an analogy, but if it's the wrong word, you know me. So, Basically, if a plane flies from LA to New York, right, you think it like the way you kind of see it on a map, it's this like straight line. But because of the curvature of the Earth, they have to make these little micro adjustments every X number of miles. And if they didn't make these micro adjustments every X number of miles, they would end up like, I, I think it was like, if you were trying to fly to New York, and if you didn't make the micro adjustments, you would end up in like Washington, DC. And so that's what we're, that's what we're asking. You know, like, that's when, you know, when my clients check in with me, it's like, okay, what are the micro adjustments that may or may not need to be changed? And so many people that are like, we're changing everything, right? No, like, if you didn't do, if you didn't get all the steps last week, I'm not going to give you new steps. I'm going to be like, okay last week was a tough week. Which one of these steps do you think we can really like master and knock out of the park? Which one of these steps right now make you feel like shit? (laughs) Because if I can start to master things, I'm going to get, I'm going to feel like a little bit more excited, right? Um, The best way I always like to think about it is like, you know, TV show, The Bachelor. And so every week, you know, they all line up for the rose ceremony and Everyone wants to get a rose, right? Everyone wants to be like, I'm making it to the next round. No one wants to be like, Pam, it's been a good run. You made me laugh, but sorry, no rose for you. Hop in the limo and and cry into the camera why you, know, you thought I was the love of your life after four days. So here's where I want to give you a rose. And if there are certain things that are just going to be like, you feel like that car ride in the limo, then- we take those off the table for right now until we are able to get to the point where we're, we're taking the car. We're no longer feeling like we we're going to take that car ride in the limo, and then we get to time and patience. Now, this one, I trust me, I have the patience of a freaking gnat. And once we're over forty, you know, the ship is sailed. That like losing one to two pounds a week—that's just not. It's not going to happen. I I don't mean to, you know, push you into the limo. <laughs> But I just want to be real with you, and that's the one thing I will. If you ever ever ask me a question, there's never one wonder like what does Kim mean. Like I'm very clear and to the point. But it's like here in this part, it's like at this age, it's like figuring out what the hell is going to work for me. What so that I'm no longer living by somebody else's goddamn rules, someone else's goddamn plan. I'm going to sit down and say, what foods make me feel satisfied and satiated? What foods like make me go cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs? What foods freaking bloat me? What foods give me gas? Um, what foods, you know, give me energy? What foods make me want to take a power nap after, you know, looking into that kind of thing, um, But it's like no longer being at a party and because Sharon down the street did a juice cleanse, you're like, boom, I'm doing a juice cleanse because Sharon lost 400 pounds. You're like, do I really want to do what Sharon did? You know, after she explained, like, all I did was have aloe vera juice three times a day and it was fabulous. Was it Sharon? Was it absolutely fabulous? Or did you fucking feel like shit? Probably you felt like shit, but you don't want to tell me that. You want to be like, I'm fabulous. Um, But here's where you just kind of have to say to yourself, what am I willing to scale it back? You know, am I willing to commit 30 days every 30 days? Am I willing to commit 30 days to something and review, tweak, maybe change, or maybe be like, hey, I am making some progress here and stay, stay in the course, right? Because weight loss is boring, 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 boring right? You know, I'm not that person who's like, oh, I'm, you know, flipping my protein shake things in the air. It's like, it's a basic thing. And that my habits are boring, but they're repeatable, they're sustainable. And that's ultimately what you want. And I've done a whole um, podcast, uh, what I call talk working my reps. So if you want to take a deeper dive into that, I will link that in the show notes as well. Um, With with this it also comes patience, right? I, I, I need to give myself the time. I don't need to give myself the patience. So I always, I, I'd i want to say like, I want you to think to yourself in like 90 day increments. So the first 30 days I'm going to check in and to check in at 60 days, I'm going to check in at 90. Right. And then reassess so that it's like, I'm, I'm going to say, it's always like a six month process here at this age versus, you know, back in the day, it was like this 12 week, eight week. And I know it's boring, it's slow. You're like, oh, it's like watching paint dry. <laughs> but do you want to stop the cycle or would you rather watch paint dry? I think at this point, if you've listened this far to me, you want to watch the paint dry because you're just done with this, the highs and the lows. Um, So t- to break out of the highs and lows, I got to have, I got to take action, right? That's the second T, take action. So it's like nailing the basics and being cool with like going back to school, like going back to school on the nutrition basics where it's like, you know, making sure we're getting in those acts of daily living. Um, Are we sleeping? What does our workouts look like? And it's not about like, I can't wash my hair the next day or get off the toilet. It's like, can I be consistent with, you know, two to three strength training workouts every single week? What does my protein intake look like? What does my water intake look like? Um, am I hungry all the same time? Do I have good energy? Do I have good cravings? Like what's going on? Do I allow myself to relax? Or do I always feel like I must be like, you know, uh, Joni on the go, right? Or can I just like sit down for like five hot minutes and just like breathe? Um, and if those are in our in good order, then we could talk about dieting. But I don't want you to think about, I need to diet if I don't have all these other things in place. Because it's like, once I get the basics nailed, then we could look at like, oh, you know what? Let's tweak this. Let's tweak that. Because I'll tell you the two things that I noticed for like 80% of the women who come to me, once we get their sleep and their stress in order, damn, things start to change. But if you're, you know, Nancy Night Owl, we start to need to slowly get you back into a bed. And if you're a Sally Stress Ball and, you know, it's like every little thing, you're like on high alert, it's going to be really hard for you to either lose the weight or if you're someone who is like underweight, gain the weight. If we don't manage our stress and our sleep, I was merging the two, calling it slutch which, you know, it's kind of like a Brangelina kind of thing. Anywho, back to you. But also like in the take in action, planning for the what ifs. And, you know, we talked about this earlier, but it's like the same shit trips you up and and, and you know it. So just sit down and be like, okay, right, what? It's going to trip me up. Like we're at the beginning of the year and you're like, OK. And then and, and, and I look three months out, like three months out. And it's like, um. you know, t- is your kid, you know, in some type of winter sport that's going to take you away because of practices and games and so forth? Um, are you, is your job in a, a, a busy season? Um, you know, I use this example all the time cause it's pretty obvious. Um, you know, I have a client, she's an accountant. And so like from pretty much the days, the days we start getting all of the, the paperwork, you know, she's, she's, you know, run sprinting from pretty much January through the end of April, beginning of May. You know, I have a, uh, another client she's in retail. And so pretty much from October, through the beginning of January, you know, she's like heads down trying to sell all that, you know, sell as much as she can for the season. And she doesn't really slow down until at least February. So I really want you to start to think about like, what does your life look like? So we can start to plan these things and start to make tweaks based on what's going on in your life and whatever season that you might be in. Um, are you excited? Are you excited about what you do? Do you enjoy your workouts? Do you enjoy what you're eating? I know a lot of people will throw shade at like the F45s and the bar classes and the series um, of the world. But here's the thing. I'm someone who enjoys working out. I'm, I'm self-motivated, right? I can easily, like I work out in my basement by myself and I wake up every day at seven o'clock and I go downstairs and I do something. And that's who I am. It's just, it's my identity. Everyone listening here, I know that might not be you. And I know that you might need that appointment. You might need to know that if you don't go to that soul cycle class after you signed up, it's going to cost you X amount of money. You might need Coach X to be that person who says, Hey, Sharon, you can get up that hill. Hey, Sharon, you can lift heavier weights. Hey, Sharon. Did you even know how to lift weights? You know, Hey, Sharon, do you even know correct form? Like, so I don't want you to think that you can't do those things and have success, but I want when you get there, and I'm gonna do a whole I'm gonna do a whole podcast on this one. It just kind of popped into my head. You can have success, but it's like, how do you have success in those classes? And it's like, You know, being mindful that yes, as a lady over 40, you have to lift heavy weights. So if you are getting going in there and you're always reaching for the eight pound weights or whatever, you know, the same weights week after week after week, every time you do said exercise, then you have to ask yourself, can I lift more weight and have the conversation with you know, whatever they call them. If, if if it's a coach, if it's the instructor, you know, whatever the, the, the person who is conducting the class, have a conversation Be like, hey, um, uh, Connie, Connie coach, I am looking to build my muscle this year. Great. Awesome. And that way, you know, that way, when, you know, coach Connie's like, hey, Sharon, how can you lift those 10 pound weights? Try the 12s, try the 15s, right? And so that way, She's cued into what you're trying to do while you're in that class. Um, but, you know, if you need that, that's great. But I would just want you to know whatever class you choose to, are you excited about it? And, and I know if, I've used this sample example before is that, you know, I had another client who so and so told her to go to kickboxing and she was a pretty heavy lady at the time. And I'm like, one, and they told her to go six days a week. And I was like, oh. And I was like, well, I said, you know, I really want you to listen to your body. Like, you know, a coach might, you know, some there are some coaches out there that might push you further than where your body can go in the moment, right? So it's a little nuanced. And I said, you know, I want you to really listen to your body. I don't want you to, if, you know, I know they told you to go six days a week, but if for you going three days a week, is a lot better. And this is someone who's very sedentary going to a six day week camp. I said, if you feel like it's too much, scale back take breaks, like don't feel like the peer pressure, don't feel intimidated by everybody else in the room. And probably like three weeks in, she's like, oh my God, Kim, you are so right. Like six days, it's like, it's killing me. I hate going, you know, they promised me all these results. I promised you this. And she's like, all I feel is just exhausted and painful. And I think I hurt my knee. Now, I'm not saying all kickboxing classes are like that. I'm not saying all kickboxing instructors are like that, but I'm just saying we have to kind of, as you know, people are saying what i want to hear i also have to be like where am i and meet myself where i am and if i'm someone who isn't currently fit currently active going from zero to 60 is you know maybe you are that person who could dive in deep into the ocean or maybe you're not but give yourself the grace that you're not and don't feel like you have to be like balls to the wall in order to get results um because that big, go big go home mentality, it just leads to burnout. And, you know, we all know how long sometimes it takes us to restart our engines after they like get like flamed out, which leads me to being determined. Right. And so most people are like, oh, I need more discipline. No, you need to be more determined. So that means that you have unwavering commitment to where you want to go, unwavering, um, Commitment that I'm going to hit these goals, these clear goals that I have set, that I'm going to bounce back from the setbacks. I'm going to bounce back and be like, okay, you know, going six days a week to a kickboxing class didn't work for me, but can I go three? Great. Awesome. So that I'm able to bounce back, problem solve where were the challenges there. And that's where the motivation comes from, right? That like, that like determination that like, I can do this, you know, because I say it all the time, motivation is going to ring your doorbell and be like, hey girl, let's get in the car. Motivation's here. Woo. Um, it, That's just not going to happen. If it does videotape that shit, I want to know because I I gladly want to be proven wrong. But for the most part, that's not going to happen. And in, when you're determined, celebrate the shit out of every small thing, you know, Every little thing, you know, as I talked about the the, the client who fin- who finally was able to have two cookies and not lose her shit, like celebrate that, you know. Um no thing nothing is that small. And so as we wrap up this podcast, I really want us to kind of go back and think about, you know, this the what committed means. Committed means having courage, courage to do something different, being open to change. Actually making the changes, even if they are micro changes in the beginning. Uh, Mindset, you know, really shifting in on our mindset there, creating intentions, which is like our GPS, having the taking the time and having the patience that it's not going to be an overnight sensation and actually taking action, right? You know, not being that person who is like got all the like the 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 spreadsheets side up and the diet books all and all and all the notes written and then don't do shit with it. Being excited about whatever it is that you want to do and then having that determination. The that like this is I'm going to see this through that in 2025 I will not feel like uh I got to start all over again. I feel like 2025 like all right. I set the foundation this year. And this is where I'm going to build from. This is where I'm building my freaking like work house. Um, So with that said, you know, 2024, like how can you work with me, right? So here, I, I'm i here to support those of you who are committed, right? That's who I, I, I work best with and that's who's going to get the best results. And what I provide is guidance. That is my, the biggest thing I can say is like, you know, I am like I'm your guide. Um, you are not broken. I am not made to right. So it's like I'm not going to fix you. It's like I guide you to your goals. Like I will always ask you, "What do you want to achieve?" And I will guide you to your goals. I will teach you how to fish. I will teach you where to go to find the fish, so that you can be like, you know, get in your own damn boat and find these and uh, find these fish. I, as a coach, have your back. There's nothing you can share with me that is, I'm going to be like, oh my God, that's horrible, right? I'm just going to be like, cool. Thanks for the feedback. Thanks for the, the the background. And this way I know what to, how to coach you, how to approach you. You know, there's some people who they want the hard, tough love. And there's some people I got to be like, I'm going to give you tough love, but I'm also giving you a hug. Um, but no matter what I want to you to be successful like your goals become my goals right and we just we lock arms and we skip to the goal line um and you know as a coach I look at you know everything you do and I'm like how can we optimize your life to be the healthiest you know if you are that nurse who works overnight like what can we do to help, kind of make sure that your your meals aren't hot messes? Because you don't really, you know, you only get a certain window to eat. So, how can we kind of best optimize that? Um, if you are a busy mom, how do we best optimize that? You know, so it's like I look at you as an individual, and so kind of like we're give and take, we're a partnership in our um, relationship, um, and you know. You might take it slower than what you think you, it might be slower than you want, because uh, like, as I said earlier, I want you to build these habits that are repeatable. I want to build these habits that become routines that it's just like, it's just what I do, right? It's just what I do. It's, I don't even think twice about like, I think about this, um, in the morning, if you drink coffee or tea or whatever, do you think about, you know, putting the cream in before the coffee? Um, Do you put the milk in before the sugar? Like, you know, do you even think about that process? Or just like, this is what I do. I don't think about it. It's just what I do. That's where I want you guys to get to. And then finally, like, you know, I've been a coach for over 15 years. I've seen a lot. I've worked with a lot of different women, a lot of different shapes and sizes. And no matter what your goal is, I can help you. However, you have to be willing to Go back to all the things I said about commitment. And the biggest thing for most people is having the time and the patience. Like that is the one thing that is go- that trips so many people up is like having the time and the patience and the courage to think, and the courage to do something different, courage to be like, I didn't nail it in the first four weeks. I didn't nail it in the first six weeks. I didn't nail it in the first 12 weeks. And know that there are going to be ups and downs right. But my real superpower is really helping you to feel confident, confident that you don't need a good food list. confident that you're like, you know, what? I can go to the gym on my own and I can lift heavy stuff. Or if I do decide to go to one of these classes, like I can go to the gym and I'm like, I can like lift and I can be safe and do all this. So ladies, I want to thank you so much for all of your time and support. If there is anybody who, needs to hear this podcast, please do me a favor and share it with them. Also, if you have not taken a time to give me a review on uh, Apple or Spotify, do me a favor if you could. I would highly appreciate it. That goes a long way. um, And to make sure that others hear this podcast as well. But here's to a fabulous 2024. Oh, excuse me. Here's to a fabulous 2024. And I will talk to you soon. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for listening to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you've made it this far, yay. I'm thinking you enjoyed the show. Let's continue the conversation on Instagram. You can find me at Kim Jefferson Coach. In order for me to keep sharing this message, do me a favor and leave me a five-star review on iTunes. While you're there, don't forget to subscribe so that you won't miss an episode. New episodes are available every Wednesday. The Fit Girl Magic Podcast is intended to provide you with tips, tools, and strategies that will help you make better decisions about your health. I really appreciate your feedback and your support. Thank you so much.